This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Do you want to set your child up for success? IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each unique child. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And Full Body Chills listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fullbodychills. Visit IXL.com slash fullbodychills to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This episode was produced with audio effects in full surround sound. For the best experience, we kindly recommend you listen with headphones. Hi, listeners. I'm David Wheeler. And I have a story I want to tell you. A story of an investigation riddled with doubts and obscured by shadows. So gather round and listen close. Mr. Carraway would never admit just how uncomfortable he felt in that house. Why, no, that would only fuel the rumors already circulating among townspeople. Rumors were like a fungus or some other contagion, spreading from person to person. All it took was for one to say they had an itch before the whole town started scratching. There was simply enough oddity about the house and the tired little woman that lived there, without Mr. Carraway adding to the mess. If Mr. Carraway was uncomfortable in the cramped countryside home, then Lila Nettles was quite the opposite. Too comfortable, in fact, given the gravity of their interview. Summer was fast approaching, the days stretching longer, languid, lazy. But even so, Lila snuggled into her worn armchair and wrapped her knit throw blanket more tightly around her shoulders. Her knees were drawn up to her chest, and she clutched one steaming mug of tea close to her face like the little china cup could chase the chill from her bones. It wasn't just her who felt the chill in the house. Mr. Carraway was grateful for the small bit of warmth billowing from his own cup. Yes, summer was fast approaching, but the house was dark and damp. It's the shadows. Lila had explained dreamily as she curled further into the mildewed couch cushions. Don't you see them? Mr. Carraway had noticed the shadows, but had attributed them to the dusty window panes and yellowing gauzy curtains upon entering the house. He wiped the rim of the mug down as inconspicuously as he could with his shirt sleeve before taking a sip. He shivered. The tea was dark, like the looming shadows of the house and even more so bitter. He set the mug down on the floor as there was no uncluttered surface in the home and retrieved his pen and paper from his satchel. 
Do you feel like talking today, Lila? He asked. Lila was quick to invite the man inside for their weekly chats, but slow to respond once settled. More oft, she would talk about the cats, and the things they said to her when they emerged from their pretentious perches among the shadows. Did I tell you what the cat said this morning? She pondered. She seldom looked him in the eyes when they spoke. She usually just looked over his shoulder. When Mr. Carraway turned to see what she was so fixated on, he had seen nothing but the dusty shelves of her unread bookcase. I don't want to hear about the cats, he huffed. When he had first started seeing her, Mr. Carraway had listened with great care to each of her stories. Imagined, or not, hoping to make sense of her fantastical ramblings. He wrote them down, drawing thick black lines between the description of the cat and its intended message. But with each passing week, Mr. Carraway grew less and less patient with her delusions. Please, Lila, I came here to talk about Liddy. He expected a startled reaction, which was usually Lila's response to the mention of her daughter. But she nodded excitedly instead. Yes, yes. That's exactly what the cat told me this morning. Why, I was sitting right there reading my book. Here she gestured to a large, black volume with a coat of dust and grime so thick it was obvious it had not been touched, let alone read, in several years. And he sauntered up to me, quite proud of himself. It was the black one, remember, I told you? He's the big one with the notch in his ear. Like he's been in many fights. Battles, really, given his age. I imagine he was involved in some of the great battles in his own realm. You know, I've seen him get into scraps before with the tabby he travels with. She waved her hand as if retracting her statement. I'm not saying they are enemies. On the contrary, really. I think Bram and Scratch could have been darling friends at one point. Bram and Scratch. That's what I call them, you know. But so much time has passed in the history between them. Why, I think I've forgotten your question again. Mr. Carraway frowned. He had been told numerous times by his superiors to let this go. There was simply no story here, and if there was, it was hidden by an identical layer of dust and mildew in Lila's fragile mind. Every time he entered the house... He felt hopeful that today would be the day he cracked into some detail never before discovered. And every time he left, he felt more like a fool. A fool covered in dust and mold and cat hair. What did Bram tell you about Liddy? Has he found her? This seemed to be Lila's most favorite delusion. The idea that the cat that crawled between the shadows in her house held the secret whereabouts of her missing child. Lila's eyes met his in a sudden turn of her head that nearly knocked the wind out of him. So steady and focused was her amber-eyed gaze, it looked as though she was finally seeing him for the first time. That's exactly it. He found her. He found her in the Shadow Realm. This wasn't the first time Lila had mentioned the ancient realm of which she knew plenty of seemingly fabricated lore and legend, but it was the first time she had indicated that Liddy could be found there. Mr. Carraway wondered if that could be considered progress. An inkling of an idea 
about where Liddy could be found. What does that mean for her? He asked openly. Perhaps it could be considered progress if the Shadow Realm meant death or finality, something concrete to Lila, he thought. But Lila shook her head somberly, still locked into his eyes. It means we must help her. Travel to the Shadow Realm. Bind the beasts that hold her hostage and bring her home. Her words were laced with drama. Her voice trembled. Then just as abrupt as her sudden focus came the sudden withdrawal to self. She settled back against the couch and sipped delicately at her tea. Her eyes wandered briefly before landing hazily at the bookshelf behind Mr. Carraway. Should we have tea? She asked softly. Mr. Carraway sighed, looking down at his empty notebook. She was gone again. We had tea he said wearily, bending at the waist to retrieve his discarded cup. His hand came back empty. Where he had once placed a teacup was now just a blank space on the floor. When Mr. Carraway mentioned to her that he had misplaced his cup, Lila waved her hand airily. Oh, my dear, I'm sure it's just been lost to the shadows again. And the visit was over. The following week, Mr. Carraway approached the small house with the familiar feeling of dread he often had before these chats. He expected to find her lounging in her favorite spot on the couch, mousy, drab, and muttering something about fetching the kettle for tea. But on this particular day, she met him at the door. She bounced up to him with a jubilant squeal, nearly knocking him down, and grabbed his hand. She pulled him into the shadowy house without preamble. Oh, Mr. Carraway, she said. Mr. Carraway immediately noticed her change in appearance. There had been an attempt made on her tragically unruly dishwater blonde hair, and there had seemed to be a flushed pink to her cheeks and lips, where last week there had been none. He thought he might smile, but there was something behind braided hair and blush that smacked of something sinister. Something like fear, Mr. Carraway thought. He came to me. Mr. Carraway, he came to me last night in a vision as vivid as I have ever had. He materialized from the shadows and stood here, just where you are standing now. He held me in his arms, and he told me that Liddy was safe. Mr. Carraway blinked back surprised. So different already was this encounter, he was having difficulty tracking the conversation. He could have been a number of people. As far as Mr. Carraway knew, Lila had never had a husband. Surely there must have been a father to Liddy, but if he was still in the picture, Lila never mentioned him. Who? Lila beamed, gushing with an amorous swell. Why, the king, of course. The king of the Shadow Realm. When Mr. Carraway was silent, she continued. Her arms gestured about the room wildly as she spoke. 
Mr. Carraway noted the pale blue sleeves of her gown fluttering as she moved. The color of the sky at dawn, the blue fabric was easily the most colorful thing in the room. She had dressed up for him, Mr. Carraway thought. Not for himself, but for the king. I was sitting here. Bram was curled in my lap. His hair was standing straight up. I thought he was cold, cold from wandering so long in the realm. But when he let out a hideous hiss, I realized he was afraid. There, right there, from the shadows he came. He was dressed in a long black coat, black as night. He spoke and the whole house shook. He said he had found Liddy. She was small and scared, cradled in the arms of the monster who had found her. See, she had wandered into the shadows. She hadn't meant to at all. He took her to his castle, and she is there now, living like a princess. She has silky gowns and tiaras and the most beautiful dolls. Even the dolls have silk dresses. She's so happy there, Mr. Carraway. She tells him she never wants to come home. So he came here, to me. Her head dipped demure, and she flushed further, reddening her already pink cheeks. He invited me to stay with them, as his queen. Oh, Mr. Carraway, isn't it wonderful? It didn't sound wonderful. It sounded terrifyingly like the danger of her delusions was worsening. She didn't understand, didn't have the capacity to understand, just how horrible this was for her. His face was bone white. His eyes were pools of fire. Sign my book, he said in a gravelly voice. Sign your name in my book and I will take your soul to the realm I have created for you and your child. The house grew colder when he spoke. The cats ran, scurrying in fear from their dark master. I did sign. I have his book here. She turned and picked up the giant black-bound volume, opening it and thrusting the book into Mr. Carraway's face. She had opened it, to a random page. The word at the top was fallacy. He could have laughed. She had scrawled her name in blotched ink at the bottom of the page. He flipped through the pages, finding her name hastily etched on each page. Lila Nettles. Lila Nettles. Lila and Liddy Nettles. Mr. Carraway felt a sickening chill crawl up his spine. The same sort of chill he had experienced during his first visit, when Lila had mentioned the shadows in her house and her strange obsession with them. This is a family home, she had explained. Her great-grandmother used to read tarot here for the ladies of the town. Tarot and tea leaves. Women walked for miles to find their fortunes in the bottom of one of Mrs. Nettle's teacups. She had finished a reading one sunny day when men from the town broke down her door. Alive one day, basking in the morning sunny, hung 
swinging from the tree by the river behind her house by nightfall. That's when the shadows came, Lila had said. The shadows slipped inside like mourners, and they never left. Mr. Carraway tugged at his collar, more uncomfortable than ever now in the dank, dark house. Lila took a step forward, closing the gap between them. She fingered the lapels of his shirt, lightly brushing the skin of his throat. She was close enough for him to smell her perfume, a disorienting lilac fragrance that made his head swim. She had never worn a scent such as this before. Of that he was sure. He said I could say goodbye. We sealed our deal with a kiss. He said I could kiss you too before I left. There was something underneath the lilac smell, something sweet, sultry. Vanilla, he thought. Would you like to kiss me, Mr. Carraway? Just a goodbye kiss. Her eyes glowed nearly yellow under her thick, dark lashes. Cat-like. Mr. Carraway replaced the badge, clipping it onto his belt loop with a sigh. It was something he had always taken off before visiting Lila Nettles and her House of Shadows. It was too shiny, too brazen, he always decided, to bring inside the dark home. He reasoned with himself that the badge made Lila uneasy. She had a poor relationship with the police officers of the town, after all. He sat on the straight-backed chair of his desk, murmuring to himself about lumbar support, and opened the file. It was well-worn, nearly tattered from overuse. Mr. Carraway had spent many long nights poring over this file. Witness reports, character analyses, and of course handwritten notes from his visits with Lila. Mr. Carraway flipped through the pages until he found the single page he was looking for. A black-and-white photo. The edges of the photo were folded slightly from being held. This was the photo Mr. Carraway handled the most. It was blurry, a product of the times, and further marred with splotches of something that could have been teardrops. There was a creak, and lying face down, the tiny body of a little girl. Her hair looked white in the photo, but Mr. Carraway remembered too vividly how the dishwater blonde locks had faded to green in the murky creek water. There were newspaper clippings, too. The photo splashed across the front page. Local girl drowned. Drowned in speculation. Mother named person of interest. Mr. Carraway drew a hand over his face. He was tired. The rest of the office was waiting on his assessment. It had been nearly a year, after all. One year wasted on tea parties with Lila and her mewling cats, and he was no closer to an answer. What happened to Liddy Nettles? Of course, the rest of the town had their answer. It was clear from the start. Sanity, Satan, and sin. There was only one of those things lacking in that dark house. But Mr. Carraway was slow in his investigation. The people of the town gave up following his methods. They had their answer. But still, Mr. Carraway didn't think he had his. 
he had heard a phrase tossed about in courtrooms, beyond a shadow of a doubt. And Mr. Carraway had doubts. No, it wasn't his job to proclaim innocence or condemnation on this woman. Just name her as a suspect. Let the courts suss out the rest. Mr. Carraway thought about Lila Nettle's perfume. He thought about her screams still ringing when they found that little girl face down in the water. He chewed thoughtfully on the end of his pen. He should do it. Right, suspect, and go get something to eat. There was a diner down the street from his office. He could get a cup of tea. But Mr. Carraway sighed. He set his pen down. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. The tipping of his satchel nearly put his own heart into arrest. He let the contents of the bag spill onto the floor before allowing his pulse to settle into something manageable and stoop over to retrieve what had fallen. His first, though ridiculous, thought was that one of Lila's cats had meandered inside to snooze within his warm bag and was making its escape. Bram, he thought to himself. Or maybe Scratch. He almost chuckled to himself when he saw it was just the old volume Lila had signed over and over. A dictionary, with the thick coating of dust on the cover smudged with her frantic fingerprints. Mr. Carraway thumbed through the book once more, letting himself, if only for a moment, be carried away by her deluded signings. Lila. Lila. Lila Nettles. And Liddy. The loops of her L's growing larger by the page. And then the last page. Mr. Carraway paused, brought the book closer to his face. A bead of perspiration rolled down his forehead, the first of the summer, and threatened to splash onto the page. Written there, in a hand Mr. Carraway did not recognize, was the most peculiar phrase in red ink. Lila Nettles, you now belong to the Shadow Realm. Mr. Carraway shut the dictionary with a snap that resounded through the entirety of the office. There was only the sound of that closing book, the cacophony of blood rushing through his ears, and his heart hammering in his chest. Mr. Carraway could scarce gather his own thoughts. Suddenly the phone was in his hand. Desperation was a wild animal climbing up his throat as he dialed the operator. Did it matter? Would she answer? A second impulse grabbed him, and Mr. Carraway stowed the book back into his satchel, turning out the lights as he made the familiar route from his office to the parking lot. There would be no tea tonight. There were far too many shadows. Full Body Chills is an Audio Chuck production. This episode was written by Claudia Neves and read by David Wheeler. This story was modified slightly for audio retelling, but you can find the original in full on our website. So what do you think, Chuck? Do you approve? Imagine bold, naturally aged Tillamook cheddar slices melting over a burger, eating handfuls of thick-cut cheddar shreds straight from the bag, 
taking a bite out of an irresistibly bold block of extra sharp cheddar cheese. We know you want to get back to streaming, but wasn't it nice to daydream about cheese for a bit? Tillamook Cheddar. Extraordinary Dairy. Save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Master Force Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Master Force tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money. 